I'm your host, Samaita Graver, and I want to welcome you to Truth, Salt, and Spice, the podcast where you will find conversations steeped in biblical truths, sprinkled with salt, and a dash of spice thrown in, you know, for good measure. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be your host today. Um, if you will, don't recognize my voice. I am Jessica from the time, the podcast that we do with the Latinas. And so today I have the privilege of hosting Samaita and her best friend, Pam, as we spend this month talking about love and friendship. So ladies, I will give you a chance, Samaita, I know you're normally our host and, and our audience knows you, but um, maybe you can spend 30 seconds as to why this is special to be on here with your um, best friend. And then Pam, if you want to give us a very short, um, a little short intro on yourself and just how you two met. How about starting with those basics? Okay, so I'm going first then? Yes. Okay, so this is Samaita. And um, this is special. Pam and I have been friends. Should, I should have done the math. Uh, Pam, Pam, <laughs> Pam probably knows the exact amount of years. Um, but we've been, uh, we met at the same church we were part of um, and in, in the past. And um, we were discipling partners. Is that what it was called? <laughs> Yeah, she was my sure. disciple, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and um, so we started a relationship like that. And we've been roommates. Um, I when I came to church, I already, uh, I already had my boys. So um, she she knew my my first two children as little uh, two, three year olds or something like that. And but I've yeah. watched all her children, you know, um, develop in her belly and be born. Um, we've been in each other's weddings. Um yeah, we've basically kind of grown up together. <laughs> mm -hmm. So how yep. many years has it been? 20, has it been 20 yet? 20 something? I don't know. Oh, it's definitely over 20. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So that, that's uh, why this is really special. So we've, we've been through, uh, well, obviously I came in, you know, I had children, but um, with my second marriage and her marriage, you know, we've been together on that road of just growing in marriage and all the ups and downs of that and raising kids and whew, yeah, homeschooling. We used to homeschool. She still do, does. I don't. And um, what else have we done? Yep. A little bit of everything. So that's, that's why I'm excited. Cause yeah, I have to say that she, she knows all of, all of my mess, all of it, <laughs> all of it, all of it. So well, and we, she's still around. <laughs> That's the true friend. Yeah. Those are true friends. The ones that know it all and love you through it all. Yeah. So Pam, tell us a little bit, whatever it is that you want the audience to know about yourself. And just give me a little bit more from your perspective about, you know, how you and Samaita have formed this friendship that you have. Oh, gosh. So a little bit about myself. I am... Um, my parents are Nigerian, but I was born in the United States. So um, I figure if anybody wants to claim the title of African-American, I probably get the prize for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, gosh, I am an avid reader, which is not necessarily how Zemite and I connect, but that's something that's a big thing about who I am is that I'm an avid reader. I love to read. I'm a big researcher. Um, and gosh, I have three kids, 
So I'm a mom and I love being a mom. I was terrified of becoming a mom, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> have since discovered that um, it's probably the, the the area of my life that I feel the most gifted in, <laughs> which is kind of funny to me considering um, that I was scared of ever becoming a mother, but I love being a mom. Um Gosh, and yeah, like uh, Zemita said, we met over sheesh, over 20 years ago um, through church, and um, we were kind of, you know, discipling partners, accountability partners, um, but uh, that's also something that's really important to me is my faith and understanding my faith, growing in my faith, sharing my faith with other people, and uh, so it's been cool to be a part of Zemitis faith journey and have our, both of our faith journeys intersect for as long as they have. Um, I don't know. Did I cover all your? Yes. Did I cover your question? Okay, it's good. So <laughs> great to hear. No, it's for me. I, I will tell you, I feel like I have the honor in, in the space right now because we're not in the same room. So I have to call it a space, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because just to be able to hear you guys and just the way the giggles and the moments and the things that are going, um, that pop into your heads as, as each of you talk about things, it's just a small little glimpse that I can already tell about how deep and how fun your friendship is. Your friendship sounds like it's a pretty fun one. Um, so talk to me a little bit about, about your strengths. You know, how, how do you support each other? And let's talk about each other's strengths and just... How how do you have fun with each other? I want to go first. Wow, go. go. <laughs> <laughs> You're surprising me. I'm I'm enjoying this very much. Yeah, well, I have to do that to you every now. And yes, then. you do. You have to keep um, us interesting somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think in terms, of, well, I'm going to be sharing about Zamida's strengths at, at this point, mm-hmm. but. Um, so one of the things that I've always loved about Zamida and her relationship with really all people, but I especially benefit from it, is she, she is high energy and she's, she's loads of fun. Like, I, I'm constantly teasing her that there's never a dull moment in her life. <laughs> and I've often told her that she really needs her own reality TV show. So, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she's just... I would watch that. I would. I promise. I'm telling you, she would make millions. Like she would be more famous than the Kardashians. (laughs) But I would. But go ahead. I'm not even going to talk. Go, go. I keep telling her to call Ryan Seacrest. She doesn't listen to me. But anyway. Um, Yeah, but she's really lots of fun. And I am the kind of person that I, I can feed. I feed off of other people's energy. And I love being around her because she's so full of energy and um, she makes me more than what I would be naturally by myself. So Hmm. um, I really appreciate that in our friendship. Uh, The other thing is that she is super, super generous. Like she doesn't think she, well, sometimes she doesn't think she is, I guess, but um, I find her to be extremely generous. Like she just is such a giver. Um, her home's always open for holidays. She is just very welcoming to all sorts of people. Um, even people that, you know, maybe the average Joe or Joanna on the street might, you know, 
give a side eye to she's all about like hey let's hang out let's talk I want to get to know what's what's up with you and I just love Mm -hmm. that about her as well Mm. I can tell you that I although I've never had the chance to be in the same room with someone like that I 100% can resonate with what you're saying just by how inviting she's been even in our relationship. So I will echo that from Pam. But Samaita, why don't you tell me what do you love about Pam and her strength? I'm, you know, I, I, I really on purpose didn't try to think on our relationship before this thing because I really wanted to not be, you know, have this prescribed answers uh, or rehearsed answers um, more so. But um, as you asked the question, I was thinking, I always remember calling Pam my little wisdom on legs. And that is one thing that, because um, I think we're about the same height. <laughs> Maybe she's a little taller than me. I don't know. But, you know, she's my little wisdom on legs. And uh, I just remember, it, like, she didn't have children, but yet I would talk to her about my kids. And, you know, just I had very rambunctious boys. And one of them was just like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, I would ask her for advice. So I would trust her, even though she did not have children, when you talk about the kids. And she was always just... Pam is one that is very, um, she's it's such a non-judgmental person. Mm-hmm. She's very calm and um, very um, thoughtful in her responses and thoughts. And um, I think because she reads a lot and researches a lot, I think that that then has resulted in her being able to draw from a lot of information to then be very helpful. So that is one thing that definitely drew me to her. Uh, I love being around people that are smarter than me. It doesn't necessarily maybe take much because I think I'm pretty average, but (laughs) it makes me a better person. So I always try to be around people that make me a better person. And uh, I think, you know, she's, she's definitely brilliant. Um, But she's, she's loyal, like she's a rock. And that is very important to me. And so that's when I said, you know, she knows everything. I have never felt judged or looked down on her, you know, when I've shared stuff with her and confessed things, um, she's just been very, um, like, I just knew that I could trust her with everything in my life. And that um, has definitely um, been something that I've treasured. Mm -hmm. And I know that she also isn't going around telling my business to other people. Um, So that's, that's important as well. Um, But I would say that at least for the, for the sake of our relationship, um, that has been what definitely has kept me um, loyal than to her. The other thing, it too, is that we have actually in common is we like doing things with other people. And so, like, um, I love that we think similarly in that way of just, uh, you know, in Acts, in, in Acts, it talks about the disciples shared everything together. And we have that kind of same heart of serving mm-hmm. others, too. And um, it, it shows up differently. But our hearts are the same on doing, doing life, you know, together, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we definitely have um, similar hearts in knowing that this, that being Christians is not something that we do um, alone. Um, well, I mean, you know, in general, it, it's a communal mm-hmm. community, you know, minded mm-hmm. thing to serve others and whatnot. And so um, we talk a lot and have dreamt through the years about different things. Oh, my gosh, Pam, we've gone through, oh, let's start our own little home church. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like we've always <laughs> had all this stuff and let's do that and let's do this. And, you know, yeah. we've always been dreaming about different ways to serve God and, and to use our gifts. And um, it's been fun to, to go through all those things. Um, life has taken us through different routes, I think, though. Um, yeah. But we still, you know, still sit and talk and 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 dream someday maybe we'll do something you know together Mm. Uh, that would be 
um, amazing. Yeah. I mean, we've done little small things, but, you know, when I'm talking here, I'm talking like, you know, more. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but mm-hmm. <laughs> consistent and, and, and whatnot. But so um, I think that's all I have to say for the sake of not taking, you know, an hour <laughs> to just talk about. Well, it, it's not something when, you know, you can spend an hour talking about your best friend. And so that's obviously it, it's a good topic to be on, you know when you're talking about one of your favorite people. So for the person out there that's listening, that maybe doesn't have this kind of a friendship and any, either one of you can respond to this, tell them one, how long did it take for you guys to develop that space, that safe space? Cause as I'm hearing both of you describe each other, the word that kept coming to me was safe. Like, You guys are each other's safe space where you can come, talk, process all of the wonderful things that that happen in deep, deep friendship. But and with some people, it's immediate. And with some people, it's not, which is why I asked this question for someone out there who's maybe looking for this. And and what were those what were those moments or what were those inklings that each of you got that helped you realize, no, this is the person that I can tell my mess to and they're going to walk with me through it? Hmm. <laughs> you need time to think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm not even. Hmm. I don't know if there was one moment. Um, I don't know. Zamaida, are you ready to take a stab at this? Yeah, I, I have to say it's it. Maybe there's there is a moment that kind of opens the door to be like, OK, this could you know, this definitely is it. But it, I. In any relationship, it's about building and you start with one brick Mm -hmm. and then the other. Um, And so I think just observing each other's lives. And um, I just remember the one time um, I have to tread this very lightly. There was an incident with with another sister in church and there was some sin and we were talking about it and just how she guided her through that. And how calm and non-judgmental she was with her mm-hmm. and just just very careful of her heart and her sin and the conversation. I remember observing that. And I don't know if you know who I'm talking about, Pam. No, that's <laughs> OK. Um, it, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm not going to go into it. Yeah, but I just remember okay. thinking, you know, wow, OK, I, I can see, you know, I can see this because I remember thinking, I don't know how I would have handled that. Um, I think. Um, where we've grown the most is when we've had conflict and we've never really had a fight per se, but there were a couple of times, actually, I don't remember why in one of them, but um, we, we got, you know, we were mad. So, and I know I can be very sharp with my words. So generally just hard to try not to say anything. And then I don't know, Pam, you can say why you don't say stuff when you get mad or whatever. So we were kind of doing the silent treatment mm-hmm. thing. And, um, but the last time that I do remember we were talking because I had no idea she was mad at me and I was just like, and how I realized that I was actually very hurt. And I remember telling her, it's like, wow, you didn't say anything to me directly. And I said, well, listen, if our relationship is going to go anywhere, you need to promise that you're going to, um, say something because I'm, I'm not doing this (laughs) walking around wondering if you're mad at me, like that's just not (laughs) happening. Um, and so since then, and I actually, I think that was the last time we probably even were, whatever, had a, had a conflict, but just having those things and being able to stay in, in the hurt and then try it out, mm-hmm. um, you know, afterward, I think there's a lot of grace involved because, you know, when you're in a relationship, you got to choose to ignore the little stuff. I'm sure I've, I was going to say, an, um, 
I've uh, upset her, <laughs> angered her, hurt her many times that she's probably chosen just to forgive and move on um, because, you know, it's me. I, I know I, I can be a lot and I can be, you know, um, just I say things and I don't mean mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not a malicious person. I just I, I generally say what's on my mind. And, you know, depending on the frame of mind um, that the person's in, they can take it personally or whatnot. But I think it's a matter of choice. But I wish I had a secret formula for it. It's just not formulaic friendship. Um, but there are a couple of things. You just um, honesty um, and uh, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mutual. It can't just be one-sided. Um, uh, I was going to say something. Vulnerability, honesty, loyalty um, is big. And forgiveness and grace is just basically all that other stuff is, is set on there. Yeah. So I think you'd also have to know yourself. Like mm-hmm. you have to be a good student of yourself mm-hmm. if you want to have a great friend. Um, and I think that's one of the things I learned just in the course of having uh, a friendship with Zamida is because I remember first when I first met Zamida, she had no filter. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't believe and you. I was, <laughs> and I was raised with this kind of idea that, you know, part of being a Christian and part of being a lady is always being nice all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think I had some bad habits um, of always trying to say things in the best way. I mean, I still struggle with this. Um, and she was just very frank. And it would often take me aback. Like, what? Did she just say that to me? And... <laughs> um, but very quickly, if you spend any time with Zemida, very quickly you learn that she is just speaking her mind. And she doesn't really care if you agree or don't agree with what she just said. But she said it and she's moving mm-hmm. on. And hey, no hard feelings, no harm, no foul. And um, it took me a minute to, to understand that about her. But once I understood that it wasn't personal, mm-hmm. um, then it was just a lot easier to... To, to really trust her because what you, you know, what you see is what you get with her, which is super foundational to trust. Because when, when people are, you know, being fake or pretending to, to like you when they really don't, mm-hmm. or you never really feel secure in that relationship. And with her, she, she made it easy because you didn't have to guess. You knew what she was thinking and you could take it or leave it. And I think that was very helpful. But then learning, learning that about, okay, this is how she is. And then this is how I react to that. And why do I react that way? Help me to grow as a person and to recognize, okay, do you, do you always need to react that way when you hear that? Like what, what is it about that statement or um, about her presence or whatever that is rubbing you the wrong way and look into yourself and figure out like, are there some faulty, faulty kind of ideas that you need to just release mm-hmm. so that you can love? And um, I think that's also been part of our journey is just growing as people and learning who we are and not taking things personally that are not meant to be taken personally. Mm-hmm. Right. And on the other hand, you know, I had to learn because culturally how I speak and whatnot too is very acceptable. So that doesn't go that well here in the United States. 
especially in Lancaster County, mm-hmm. um, where it's, I call it the Bible Belt of the North. Um, <laughs> but on the other hand, too, I also um, remember thinking that I knew that she was more sensitive, um, you know, and I, I remember a lot of times being like, oh, do I say something? Like, I actually remember holding back a lot with her. And it took a couple years. And I remember, I remember the conversation. I remember how we even got there. But I remember telling fans, like, you know what? I need to confess something. There have been many times that I've wanted to tell you stuff. But because I'm so blunt, I didn't want, I held back because I don't want to hurt your feelings or, like, jeopardize our relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing that anymore. And I remember she said, just don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> trying to I'm just letting you know that I can't it's just it's like I can't do fake you know and it took me a minute to realize that it wasn't conscious it just something happened or maybe I was just having an introspective moment of I'm not being a good mm-hmm. friend and I need to change this um and that that helped a lot um to to just have that it was a short conversation it was long drawn out nothing had mm-hmm. happened we you know it was in a conflict um but I just brought it up and actually she said you what you've held back <laughs> like that she said i was just thinking what well what the heck did i miss because i didn't realize you were holding back like oh then what am i getting into it that's not holding yeah, back yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah uh exactly and so you know just having those conversations and and being able to trust um you know the other person um but yeah i i think it helps a lot to that um I very much am okay with people being who they are um, as long as there's, you know, a a decent amount of respect between each other as well. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's not been, it's been good. It's been good. We've had, we've had some good times there. And what I hope that people hear as they're listening to this is that a friendship, friendship like this takes work. It's not, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it was funny because you said, I don't have a formula for it. And then you spout off literally one, two, three, four, five different points right then after that, that were like, um, that's kind of a formula for it, <laughs> but oh, okay. it was, it, it's not meant to be a formula and it's not meant to be that, no. but what it is meant to be is work. And every one of those points that you gave, honesty, vulnerability, mutual respect, loyalty, forgiveness, grace, all of those things require work require a little bit of dying to self too and so that's part of it you know when when I'm hearing you two and how you say you held back for a while well maybe that's what was needed for a little while because you were trying to die to yourself a little bit to make sure that you were kind of taking care of her and then when you came back to it you're coming back to it from a different perspective you know you were coming back to it from a no I'm not being a good friend by doing this you know? And so I'm, as I listen to this, like, and and the reason I bring this up and I'm asking these type of questions is because I know that there's so many women out there that struggle to find true, meaningful friendships where they, they don't have that person in their life that's that lifelong friend or the one that they can tell their mess to or whatever the case may be. And so they may struggle with listening to the two of you, but I want to try. Yeah, Zemite is not allowed to die. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, you hear me? I promise you, I I have my ones that are like that too. So I understand that. But what it is, it's, it's work. It's time. That's the other thing. I think 
people want to find somebody and become instant best friends and like okay now we've known it feels like we've known each other all our lives but you have to work through the mess because like you guys mentioned you have conflict and you had times of hurt and working through that is what's allowed you to be here 20 plus years later being able to reflect on your friendship and really being able to allow us to experience what the bible calls that phileo love you know and so that friendship love so I want to move into from that because people mm-hmm. can hear that. And then if we're going to talk about it, the time it takes, or we're going to talk about putting in the work, talk to me about a time where you guys had to call each other out on something. Like, how do you approach that? How do you, how do you say, Hey, yo, so I thought you went a little bit over that line. Like, I know you like being fr- frank. I know you just speak your mind, but this one probably took it too far. And it didn't have to be between the two of you. But a time that maybe one of you, you know, either or both of you can answer this, but where you know you've had to come to each other because the Bible says we're to spur each other on, right? Where iron sharpens iron. So that means that not every conversation in your friendship and not every moment in the friendship is going to be all, you know, giggles and laughs and like carefree life, you know, or just we're going to pray and we're going to go through this. But there are some times that it's like, oh, I got to tell you, this is probably not it. Have you had those? So I know we have, but I am like totally blanking on any kind of <laughs> examples. I think because we've gotten to the point where we both just say, hey, this is what I think, take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're not really, I, I think sometimes, it's, I think it's maybe some women, I don't know, I can't speak for the entire population, but um, I know there was a point in my life, I think when I would give anyone, someone advice and then I would take it personally if they wouldn't take that advice or correction or encouragement, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just after, you know, doing a lot of, you know, work on myself and as might have had, as and I have worked on ourselves together, <laughs> you know, um, I think I've just grown in being able to just let people, sometimes people just need to figure out stuff on their own. But because of the relationship that we have, I mean, there have been times when somebody's called and there's some issue with a kid or we have an issue with our husbands or whatever and we're venting, you know, to one another. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, Azumaya, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like we feel free enough to say, well, this is how I think you should handle it. But there's not this heavy handed expectation that you must do it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... We often say, well, this is what I would do if I were you. Now you can take that and, and turn it into your version of that. Um, but yeah, I feel like there's enough security there that we tell each other, like, I think you need to change this or this is a way you can handle something um, that you're not handling well. But I can't think of like a hard and fast. I think, thing. no, I can't either. And we probably did things so whatever muddled mm-hmm. and, you know, when we were learning, we were younger. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what, what, what comes to mind as we're speaking is, um, I think we came to an understanding early on, we really can't change other people or control other people. Mm-hmm. And so when we come into these situations of, you know, venting or different things or what's going on, I, I, and again, it's just like, it's not this formulaic thing, but I know 
I'm trying to think of a situation and generally I would say something to the, to Pam, um, around, well, you know, reminding her either of habits that she has that have not served her, um, or gifts or, um, uh, you know, uh, gifts or, or, or talents that she has that God has blessed her to address the situation and kind of, you know, guide her in that way. Um, instead of just being, there isn't a whole lot of do this, mm-hmm. do this, and yeah. do that. It's a, this is, you know, what you tend to do, you know, remember that, or this is what's worked before, you know, mm-hmm. remember that as you make decisions. Of course, you know, there's God and praying and, you know, whatnot um, kind of thing. But I think that's more of, of what, how we've handled things, of just reminding each other of who we are or who we aren't or, um, you know, just different habits that we formed through life that don't serve us and, you know, falling back into whatever and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think we just make choices and decisions based on, on those things of, of moving forward from that. Would that, does that resonate with you? Yeah, Pam? it does. Uh, I was thinking as you were talking that I've been asking mm-hmm. you for a while to get a notebook to write down. <laughs> <laughs> To write down the times when God has answered your prayers, especially the way you want it, or things have gone well, so that, you know, when things are not going well, you can look back and remember. Um, yeah, I don't know if you ever did get a notebook. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten them. They have like three pages written, and then, yeah. I love, love, love how it, she's like, um, yeah, oh, by the way, that one thing I've been like trying to get you to do, have you done it yet? <laughs> Yeah, nah, through the years. Listen, people, journaling is just not the best thing. But you know what? I, I, I actually am reading the Bible chronologically, and I started the first of the year. And so every day I actually write something. So at least for how many days is today? The 20 what? 28. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I have 28 entries. Well, Hallelujah. <laughs> it only takes 21 to build a habit. So that means that you've already formed a habit. <laughs> So it's only taken 20 something years, ma'am. <laughs> it's the longest running. I think. Oh, my word. There are more than one word entries, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> hey, I would have to defend a little bit like, hey, a word is still a word that is written down on the paper, you know? <laughs> oh. well and and it's great that you guys bring this up because i guess my next question for you guys is how do you constantly keep god at the center of your relationship or keep keep each other focused on god when you're going through the hard times or just even the the this you know like what you guys just said of hey this is just you're not necessarily going through anything, but this is probably something good so that when you do go through it, you have something to reference, you know? Hmm. So what your question is, how do we keep God at the center? Is that? Yeah. Um, well, I think it helps that we met at church. <laughs> I think if we had not met at yep. church, it might have probably led me down <laughs> some sinful <laughs> road <laughs> that I would still be recovering from. Thelma and Louise! <laughs> But, um, so I think that helps that our foundation start. Listen, she's not lying. <laughs> Without Jesus. Oh, Lord, mercy. All right. Continue. Continue. So I think it, yeah, it was really helpful that our foundation, like we started, um, with church. So, um, 
but yeah, I think it's, I can't necessarily speak for Zemaida because we just have a bit of a different like background in terms of our relationship with God and church growing up. But, Mm -hmm. um, I think it would be really hard to be friends with me and not talk about God at some point. Um, because it, it's just very integral to who I am, the choices I'm making, the way I'm trying to live. Um, mm-hmm. That I, I find that if I can't talk about God with someone, then we end up having a very shallow relationship. So mm. I am totally grateful that Zemina's all in to that kind of talk. And even if she looks at me like I'm crazy, she's at least willing to have the conversation with me. So I'm definitely grateful goes- for that. And that goes back to exactly what you said at the beginning, knowing yourself enough to know what you need and who you are um, to be able to have that friendship that's meaningful. Yeah, I, I have to piggyback because Pam, you know, grew up in, in a home and, and whatnot that was, um, I don't know, what do you want to say, Pam? Say you were very, just, yeah, you grew up yeah, in church? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, and I wasn't like, I just decided to go growing up, you know, the Catholic church with the neighbors. So we didn't pray. We didn't talk about God. It was nothing. It was not the center of our home at all um, growing up. And so um, still to this day, that is something that's very hard for me because I became a Christian um, when I had lived a lot of life. Um, and even though I was in my tw- mid twenties, early twenties, I, nah, I don't know if that would count uh, mid twenties anyway. And um and I think it's one of the things that I appreciate about her and which is, you know, has drawn me to her is because of her knowledge and her own faith helps me to stay anchored and look to Jesus. And so, you know, when it comes to, to our relationship, that's something that I value because she serves as a sort of anchor to keep me, you know, looking to, to the source. And I think that's very important. Now I say this, but I want to be clear, she's not responsible for any of my, you know, my walk with Jesus. It's not like I'm codependent mm-hmm. on, you know, whatever she does yeah. or whatnot. We've done a lot together, but it was very clear that we're doing it to grow. And we've enjoyed doing different Bible studies and reading different things and whatnot through the years. And, you know, we've had a lot of fun that way. Um, but that definitely has been something that I admire and look, you know, to her um, as a sister uh, because she has a lot more knowledge and um, her faith is she's yeah her faith is deep and far and long <clears throat> and steady so something that definitely is um, something to to it's a treasure something I, I cherish for sure uh, and sometimes we need to borrow someone else's faith to be able to get through stuff so <laughs> yeah sounds like you've been able to do that with Pam so ladies is there before we kind of segue into um, some of the other questions. Is there anything in mm-hmm. particular that you want the listeners to hear or know about your friendship or, I mean, Sam, I thought this was obviously, this was your idea for this month. You wanted us on with our friends because you wanted this to be displayed. So what is it about it that, like, what do you want people to know? What do you want them to, to walk away with? Well, you know, one of the things that I've been thinking about and this, I'm glad you asked it because we talked about so many things, is um, we, we need to realize that our friends are individuals 
and they have their own journey to walk mm-hmm. with through God. And um, we need to have freedoms to be freedom to be who we are. Um, so, for example, and I'm, I never even asked you, Pam, so if I'm wrong, you can say so. But like I've had this podcast, I don't know how many years now, three. And um, I don't know that she's ever even listened to a, to a single episode. I played um, the fifth. But, okay, there you go. I don't, I don't even remember if we talked about it. But my point is that, like, she doesn't listen to my podcast. But you know what? I don't really matter. Like, it's not your friends need to be able to have the freedom to, you know, the support doesn't look like they have to be there with everything for mm-hmm. you, you know, and that doesn't mean that they're, they're not your friends. Um, we need to be able to be able to, pers- we need to be able to pursue uh, our own interests and whatnot and support doesn't mean that they have to be all into everything mm-hmm. because we are individuals. And so I think a lot of times People get hurt because they don't support your business or don't buy your stuff or don't promote or don't whatever. And it's just like, no, that's not healthy. Right. Um, your, your friendship shouldn't be based on, on those kinds of things um, at all. Uh, now, they shouldn't be bad, bad mouthing it. <laughs> but, you know, that wouldn't no. be very encouraging. Right. Uh, but we're, we're individuals. And, you know, she just and I've told many people, too, it's like, you don't have to listen to my podcast. I mean, it's fine. Um, you know, but people that like it will find it and they'll listen to it. But I know that something, and I'm using it as an example. I know that could have, could easily ruin friendships mm-hmm. because I don't know what it is about people thinking that, you know, relationships, you have to have that. It's that's codependency. That's just not healthy. So that's one thing to be able to know that you need to be your yeah. own people and come together as your own person mm-hmm. and not be so one that you can't be, you know, do your own thing without the other person having to be involved in everything. Um, so I think that's really important too. That's good. I was going to add to that. I think I was thinking along similar lines, but from a different perspective of this idea of you don't have to be the same in order to be friends. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so similarly, you know, as Zemaida was saying about not having to be codependent, um, but you also don't have to be exactly the same. Um, you don't have to be twins of, of each other. We're very different, Zamida and I. Um, and I think it's those differences that make, it's part of what makes our friendship beautiful um, instead of us being clones of one another. So I think that's also important sometimes. Um, I don't know, people might fall into that trap of mm-hmm. wanting someone who thinks exactly the way that they do. Um, and responds exactly the way that they would um, on a particular issue, topic, whatever. Um, but you can be friends with people who are very different from who you are. And I think that is very good thing to call out because I do see the trap uh, where people do fall into the, we have to look the same or dress the same or if I love shopping, you have to love shopping with me, you know? And <laughs> that's not... but I mean all that to say basically is that's not the truth you know there's 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 one friend that you can have that's your mess tell everything they know you but they may not be the one that shops with you you know and that is okay exactly so my dear friend here loves to go window shopping I remember the first time she invited me to do that actually we were roommates and I said 
window shopping? What do you mean? And she's like, yeah, we just go. It's like, what is that? Because I didn't know the term. <laughs> and um, she's like, well, you go. I don't remember what she said, but you know, window shopping. Everybody, I guess, knows that. But if, if anybody here doesn't know like me, you just go and look at windows <laughs> and I don't know, look around and you don't buy anything. So here, here's the thing you need to know about me. I hate shopping to begin with. And for me to go to a store and look around just for the sake of it and not like <laughs> that's just torture, especially if I don't have any money to buy anything, which back then I was this poor single mom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, why do you even think that's fun? <laughs> and she's like, oh, come on. I, I feel so bad because she was just like, oh, I'm excited. I'm like, no, <laughs> I am not going window shopping with you. That is- we, we've also survived the, hey, let's read books together. Yep, Remember that? <laughs> said what like read to each other she's like no you sit over there and read and I'll sit over here and read my own book and then we kind of stop and you know comment about the books and that's like that was quality time for her I said no we're not doing that that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is not quality time <laughs> and then she moves in with somebody that's super extra huggy and she wasn't at that time she'd be like oh my gosh I'm like, give me a hug. And I'd be like, my boss gives me a stronger hug than yes. that. Come here. Good old touchy feelings of mine. Your children. Yes. Your children <laughs> need to thank me. Because <laughs> she is very it's affectionate not, with her children. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I say. And then they grow up with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, hard. yeah. No, no. I know people well. that aren't. No, not even with their own kids. <laughs> so I just like to take credit for the fact that I trained you for that. That's all I have to say. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Love it. Oh, well, yes. This is Truth, Salt, and Spice. So as we begin to wrap this up, I'm going to throw a little twist. I know how you normally end it with your guest, Samaita, but mm-hmm. what I'm going to have the two of you do is tell me, if, Samaita, if you had to identify a spice that you would say resonates with you with who Pam is what would it be and what do you think she brings to the table of um that's how you what you say right like what do they bring? yeah mm-hmm. and yeah, of yeah. life and then Pam what spice do you see Samaita as and what do you think she brings to the table of life okay gosh now I know how people yeah. feel when they come on here because I'm thinking, Thank listen, you, which Jessica. spice Thank is you. a spice that... Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're welcome. I've been on this podcast this is my... for that very reason. Because I was like, <laughs> I, I, I have to figure out a spice for myself that is just... Well, and now yeah, I have to figure you. one out for you. Uh... <laughs> You're welcome. I... I... I don't know spices like that well, but I'm just to spice somebody else or to, you know, um, I just know that whatever spice Pam would be, would be one that whatever would bring out the flavor. I, you know what? I'm going to go with salt, Pam salt. Salt? Really? Oh. She, yeah. She brings out the flavor and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if it's not there, it's noticed. And like, when when Pam decides to actually share her gifts, because <laughs> that's something I'm just like, you have a lot to give, <laughs> put it out there. <laughs> um, and when she seasons, brings in into her salt, 
then people are like, oh, this is what we've been missing. Mm. It brings out the flavor, you know, the fat and or even like the sh- the sweets, because I know you put that in desserts, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she brings she brings life to to uh, to the table of life. Mm. For sure. What do you think, Pam? Yep. Blushing. You just can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my friend. My friend. Well, thank you, dear. You're welcome. Um, so, a spice for Zemida. So, I am not sure what spice she has claimed thus far, but um, when I think of Zemida, I think of ginger. And I think of ginger because ginger can be used in savory applications as well as in sweet um, applications. And it just has this undertone of spice throughout, you know, whatever. So if you've had like ginger snaps, they're cookies, they're sweet, but they have Mm -hmm. a little bit of the spicy bite, you know, to them. And if you love, oh gosh, almost any ethnic food. Um, has ginger mm-hmm. or some variation of uh, ginger in it. And that um, also kind of makes the food fragrant and spicy. And I would say that that completely encapsulates Zemida in my mind. Mm. So do you want to tell her what you normally claim? Me? Yes. I say that I am curry because no matter... How little there is, you can't miss it. <laughs> and if there's a lot, <laughs> I can come in really hot and spicy. <laughs> Did you know that ginger is often what? a component of curry mixes? No, I didn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> See, she knows you very she would, well. She would know this, yes. She knows you very well because I would have to say, hearing her, that I agree with everything that she said well I go in there Mm. ladies so what what spice are you Pam what did I pick for myself okay so I was like okay I have to be Mm -hmm. prepared for this um Mm -hmm. so I went with turmeric but maybe a little some of the same reasons why you pick salt um because turmeric by itself does not it doesn't really taste like much but um but as a spice, it's good for your health. And um, so it's kind of like it's this subtle, unnoticeable, except for the color, um, spice that you can, you know, put in your food. And it kind of creates this general sense of well-being. So that's what I, I went with because I feel like I care about, you know, like the whole person, not just little pieces. So that's what I went with. Yeah. See? That's like salt. It dissolves and it goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> and yes, you're definitely a light and a color in my life. So turmeric is a beautiful color. So we'll take that. Cool. <laughs> we'll take that. Any final thoughts before we close this out? Oh, friendships. I don't know. In summary, it really takes time. It takes vulnerability, which is the hardest. You know, I wanted to add, I remember you know, we had been friends for years and we uh, had decided to do a, a vulnerability. What was that group called? Gosh, I don't even <laughs> what name remember did we now. It? <laughs> hmm. uh, we met every week for like two years or something. 
oh. once a week. It was something in vulnerability. And yeah, uh, maybe right it'll now. come back to her. Um, but I remember even then, like, it's, it's like layers. Because even though we have been friends for years, like, it took about a good year to even dig deeper and realize that there was still another layer of depth to go into. So as the years have gone by, like you just grow deeper and deeper and you just, you know, you keep working at it. Um, it's not, it, yeah. it, it takes maintenance for sure. Um, just like any, any relationship. Um, and you know, we, she has a busy life. I'm not, you know, I'm <laughs> over here, whatever, but <clears throat> sometimes I'm busy, sometimes not so much. Um, but generally when we try to get together, we, we pick up and whatnot and, we just, I don't think we even know how to yeah, be shallow. Yeah, it's kind of, it's hard <laughs> to go back to that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of cross that bridge, burned it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. hey, how are you? I miss you. How's your heart and what's going on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, ladies, Pam, any final thoughts from you? Um, I guess I would just say um, to Zemida. You sweet thing. Um, <laughs> thank you. You uh, made her uh, blush. <laughs> no, she says that to me all the time. I'm just like, whatever. I man. would say thank you for um, just the friend that you've been. Like, you have been a great friend, a loyal friend, an honest friend. And I appreciate it. I appreciate you too. <laughs> I, I, I think I'll Yay. keep you. I'm so happy. <laughs> I think she's a keeper too. Yes, she is. Oh, but you guys can't have her. Sorry. <laughs> she's mine. Go find your own. <laughs> oh, how rude. You never learned to share, did you? Huh? No, oh my I didn't go to kindergarten. <laughs> oh, ladies, this has been an absolute blast. It's been my privilege and my honor to be able to have this small peek into your relationship and just be able to listen in and glean from the things you've learned and some of the things that you guys do. It's, it's been my privilege and my honor, like I said. So I wish you guys the very best as you guys keep navigating through friendship and please, 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 you know, as you think of something new, we, you know, Pam, I think you need to make more appearances on the podcast and just oh, do. Okay. Pam, you want to be a regular? More of the wisdom. <laughs> I have my know? people call your people, you have a Jessica. Whole lot of wisdom, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't know if I might that warn you, yeah, but oh I do God. know how to find people, though, too, when I need to. <laughs> but yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much for your honesty, your vulnerability, and just... Till next time, ladies. Bye. 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 Bye.